1: What
0: is that stuff?
1: That's deep. Silly putty with a bang. Oh, David. Good morning, Barry Sunshine. David. MacGyver time. It's MacGyver time. It's MacGyver time. But David. What's
0: up, Dave? Hey, how's it going? How you feeling? I'm feeling pretty good. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> better than last time. Better than last time. Although I have to give us credit for the last episode that we pulled that one out of our asses. I know, <laughs> it, I know. I felt like it went really, really well. It actually
1: was surprisingly easy because I, like we said, I hadn't listened. We hadn't watched that in two weeks from the time and we I, I had recorded
0: completely it. put it out of my memory. so yeah. was, I was quite pleased. Um, th- this this episode is a lot fresher. I watched it probably less than six hours ago. I watched it probably 12 hours ago. Uh, So I feel like this one's a lot fresher. But uh, anyway, welcome to...
1: Not eight in the morning, 24 hours ago, maybe.
0: Yeah, I remember I was stalking you on Google Drive. I was watching your edits. You were. Yeah, I was. Scumbag. Mm -hmm. Welcome to Mullets and Memories, everybody. My name is Dave Champ. I'm
1: Gregory Klein.
0: This is episode 59. Today, Greg and I will be discussing season three, episode 15, The Negotiator. Ooh, The Negotiator. Which... I don't know man this episode right off the bat had me hook line and it, sinker it, it tingled me in all the right places only be if if only because this episode reverted back to the original longer opening it did only i think it only this is cuz then the next episode episode 16 i think it, it goes back to the 50-second opening. Like, the music was different, yeah. everything. I don't know why they... I don't know
1: why, but it's it was... It's like, ah, oh, like, shit, this, this song, this uh, episode came up, like, one minute short. Can you stretch it?
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> because prob- the episode itself was actually about 46 minutes, and most of them this season have been around 47, so even still, it was, like, a yeah. minute shy. I but... mean, a, a minute is a lot of footage to try to make up for. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So, Absolutely, yeah, but... Put the longer intro in. Um, no one will notice. This was, uh... One of the best episodes of the season. Easily. Hands down. And we've, we, we've been doling out the five mullet ratings. I know I kind of spoiled it, but we've been doling out the high praise for some of the episodes this for this season. From my understanding, this, this, episode, this season is universally regarded in MacGyver as one of, if not the best season of the show. Which is kind of sad, because that means that we're at the pinnacle right now, and we're, we're only and we're, at season three right. out of seven. And we're almost done with season three. But there's four more seasons left. Like this season started off, I felt, a little weak. Yeah. And it's ending really strong. There's about 74 episodes left at yeah. the, after season three once we jump into four. Yeah. So between four through seven, I think there's like 70, 74 episodes Crazy. left. That's a lot. We and have to watch all of those? And we're 59 in. So Ugh. we're we're almost halfway through Ugh, the series. We've got to
1: watch more of this. I, I get so excited I when love I watch it. them. I
0: love it. so great. I know. Um. All right, so what do you say? Should we dive in here? I want to dive right in. Where are you going to dive into? i want to dive into you. Are you going to dive into the the beach that MacGyver's at? Oh, MacGyver right is at
1: the beach. Oh, he's at the beach, but it doesn't look like a beach. He's looking through his binocs. He look. He does like the the show opens up with Mac and his binocs. Oh yeah, so nice. And he's just like looking at the birds. I think he's just like taking it in. Just... It's it's a it's a beach, but it's more like a muddy, rocky, marshy coastline. Right. Right. Yeah.
0: It's I I can't I couldn't tell if it was sunset or sunrise. I'm going to say sunset. I would think I would think it would be sunset cause Yeah. it was definitely it was pretty dark. It wasn't eclipse dark. No. It was pretty dark. Speaking of, Speaking we had of, that eclipse last week 2 weeks ago. No, yes. last week. Well, I don't remember. At the time of this episode releasing it'll be uh, it was about a week. Yeah. About a week ago the the eclipse happened and we had right. only ended up at 57% totality. Yeah, you could tell, you could definitely tell the difference. But yeah, it was definitely it wasn't it wasn't eclipse dark at the beginning of this episode. but no. it, was, it was definitely it, it was, was it was seventy percent eclipse dark. I would say so. Um, so yeah, so so Max on the beach or the beach doesn't really look like that. Yeah, the, whatever. Um, and we meet the Phoenix Foundation's lawyer. His name is Remick. Was it the Phoenix Foundation's lawyer? No, it was not. It was, not it was, it was the company. It was the company. It was
1: not, David. I'm sorry. You watched this 12 hours ago, and I, I, I've i already effed it up. Already effed it up. Literally in the first second. You son of a bitch. <laughs> um, no, MacGyver's out there taking notes and looking at charts and stuff, and this smarmy piece of shit drives up in his Volvo or whatever it is. Yeah. And basically, this guy is representing the company that wants to turn this place into a marina. Right.
0: And MacGyver's job right now is to study the impact that this marina will have on this beach. Because MacGyver was head of what?
1: The Phoenix Foundation. N- no, no, well, the MacGyver was head of some uh,
0: environmental exploration. Oh yes, that's like, like that's exa- He was just the head of like the environmental research division or whatever. Right. For it's like th- <laughs> MacGyver does that too. Yeah, of course he does. Oh, okay. So, so yeah, so this this dipshit Remick shows up and kind of tries to sway MacGyver away from conducting this study because he's like um, he MacGyver wants to preserve the beach right and the guy was like no we want to maintain the value of this investment mm-hmm. so like don't Finish conducting this study like we're gonna build a
1: marina here right, he's like we want to we want to keep it all looking the same as much as you do because it makes sense for us to do that right but macgyver's like yeah well if you build a breakwater over there this beach is gonna go away right and then all the birds are gonna go away all the fish are gonna go away and you're gonna screw up the entire ecosystem
0: so as we know cool. macgyver is environmentally friendly he is um but yeah he's like it's just gonna be like an irreversible erosion of this beach like, right you're not bringing it like and they're like no we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and b- we're building this marina the guy tries to play nice at
1: first and macgyver's no i'm going by the book i'm doing it the right way and the right. guy's like fine right. fine
0: he even tries like remick even tries to like bribe macgyver by offering him a job like he's like well why don't we just take you on you can be the private consultant for the marina and macgyver's like no i'm not gonna do this i'm I- gonna go ahead and present this report to the environmental agency and i'm gonna request a three-week delay yeah, to determine whether or not this full impact study is necessary. And if I'm granted it, we're looking at another 18 months yeah. of this study. So Remick's like, yeah, you, I
1: don't really want you to do that. <laughs> yeah, no, you're not going to do that. If you if you do go on that route, you're going to find just how hard we can play.
0: Right. Yeah. And MacGyver's like, okay, so I'm just going to go ahead and request that three-week delay. So yeah. peace out. <laughs> MacGyver's like, you can suck it. Right. Put it up your ass. Exactly. This is what we're doing. So MacGyver... Starts driving away from the beach. And- well, this
1: guy drove off first.
0: That's right. In a huff. Yeah.
1: He peeled out in dirt and went flying up the road. And you see him driving down the road, and uh, he passes a tow truck. And as he passes the tow truck, he flashes his lights. And then in his rear view mirrors, you see the tow truck respond and flash his right. lights. Right. And then MacGyver drives by in his Jeep. And then the tow truck starts to
0: follow MacGyver. And... MacGyver's like sticking his hand out the window because this tow truck's really close, probably like a foot away. Yeah, MacGyver's like kind of like giving him the giving him the signal, like just go around me, go around me, go around me. And in the next the next cutaway, we see we see the back of MacGyver's bumper and the front of the tow truck, and he just. Slams right into the back of MacGyver. Mm -hmm. And I thought this was a really effectively done. Like, this whole scene was really well done. Like, I really, really liked the way it was shot. It reminded
1: me a bit of the movie Duel. Yes. I I love that film. I do, too. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, And, yeah, like, the tow truck is, like, tailgating him, pushing him, bumping him. To what extent? I don't know if they're trying to just shake him up. Right. Or hurt him or whatever. Right, exactly. But MacGyver's pretty crafty because- He has a fire extinguisher in his He has a freaking fire extinguisher. (laughs) Of course he does. And not like a CO2 one or a chemical one, but like a foaming one. Yeah. MacGyver likes the foam. He does. As we learned in the last episode. (laughs) I just realized I, I just spit in your basement. Would you spit? A piece of crap that was in my teeth was that I picked dinner? out with my tongue. It probably was. was it, oh, that's right. Then it's just Korean beef. It's fine. <laughs> don't worry. The mice love it down I'm here. like, I'm not, I'm not in my own home. Not <laughs> I that I spit me. on the floor of my own home, but I was like, oh, there's something in my mouth. <laughs> I watched you do it. God, I'm such <laughs> a scumbag. <laughs> <It's fine.
0: laughs> oh man, no, that's fine.
1: So, so yeah, MacGyver holds the fire extinguisher. This is, the, I think, the second fire extinguisher trick he does. The first one was again with Jack Dalton in that freaking airplane. Yes. All yeah. this bullshit. Anyway, he holds the fire extinguisher out of his driver's side window and sprays the foam like a like a cannon onto the tow truck's
0: windshield just enough just enough to blind the driver and so the driver has to slow down and like pull off the road and macgyver right. can drive away right and i thought this was great the tow truck pulls off the road
1: and you see the driver get out and run away
0: it looked i thought it looked like macgyver from the back yeah it's a little like bit
1: i run away with this mullet and that big hat on I'm i like, was just thinking maybe it was murdoch <laughs> that was my thought i was like murdoch's back <laughs> oh no it was quail <laughs> <sighs> man if it were quail then i would just I miss that. quail I do but i was like where the hell that driver running to <laughs> He just left he just his tow fails. truck and MacGyver
0: ran. doesn't stop. No. MacGyver just drives. Like he's gonna get back and like give this report like somebody just tried to run me off the road. Right. There's no reason this tow truck driver had exactly. to run away. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so anyway. we're back at the board meeting and MacGyver requests the three week delay and Remick kind of gets up and starts objecting to this like there's no reason we need to do this He's like i'm ready we're ready to break ground tomorrow like we're not right. going to do this and the board's like no you fuck off no we're going to give you, yeah. the <laughs> like, you, you the three weeks like you can give me three weeks but macgyver didn't bring up the the
1: truck thing at all to them cause right it's like because uh, they talked to the police, but there was no evidence about anything. The like truck ran off the road or something, right. and it was just abandoned. There's no evidence of foul play, right? So they couldn't do anything. Yeah, and then the guy, the head of this development project, is he's kind of trying to play the nice card. He's like, he's he's like he and Remick are like good cock, bad cock, cock. <laughs> <laughs> good cock, bad cock. You gotta have a little good cock. You gotta have a little bad cock. But Remick's being the it's dick. The only way to get ahead. He's like, no, <laughs> there's no. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Cock jokes. <laughs> uh, Remick's like, Yeah, there's no way we're gonna do this, and then the guy that's running this whole project, he's like, You know what? No. I would I'm ready to break ground, like you said, he, the, like I'm ready to do this right now. Right. But I'll give it all up in a second if this this is gonna tarnish my legacy, if it's the wrong thing to do. Right, exactly. So you're off you're like, Okay, maybe this guy is good. No, he's not. He's just a scumbag. No, he is a
0: complete scumbag. He's just playing it up for the for the for the board. Right. Because in the next scene, we see this guy, I think his name is Nap. Yeah. Um he's he's meeting with this woman at like an art gallery.
1: Which is weird.
0: Yeah. Art gallery with nobody in it. Right. And okay. He's, he's chatting this woman, her name is Deborah. And uh Deborah is is a negotiator, like a professional negotiator. And so Nap is like, All right, I'm gonna pay a million dollars. I'm gonna give you half right now, and I'm gonna give you the other half. When you negotiate five hundred thousand. Yeah, I'm gonna give you five hundred thousand. No, he gives it's a million and then Total? he's Total? Like, yeah. Two hundred fifty is a down payment. I thought was it? May I don't remember. It doesn't matter. So anyway, he's going to give her half of whatever he pays her in advance, and then the other half when she negotiates with MacGyver and gets him out of the picture, right? Because by any means necessary. He's basically like, we've tried other
1: things like the tow truck, the, all this stuff. We've tried getting rid of him. You got to, you got to have,
0: you have to figure out how to get him off our back, right? Whatever that is. And so, so NAP is like, here, here's the Fallon MacGyver. Do your research. And Deborah's like, no, you know what? I don't need that. I, I, I'm gonna do my own research. Like, I'll, right. I'll figure it out my own way. He's like, and fine. Um, and she's like, why, why did you hire me? Deborah's asking this, and uh, NAP is like, uh, well, because MacGyver's right, and that beach is eventually gonna wash away. <laughs> yeah. So you need to take care of it. He's like, <laughs> I did my own study, and he's right,
1: and I can't have him giving that thing. Right. And he's like. You don't have to kill him. You get him off our back. But if it comes to that, he's like, okay, do whatever. Your, you know, do, your jo- do, your, do what, do what, you what you we hired here. you for. And I just thought it was funny that they had this meeting in an art gallery. like a Or not even an art gallery. A I don't even know what it was. But usually those yeah. places have like cameras and more people. You would imagine. So when they exchanged this briefcase full of money, it was a little odd.
0: Yep, but whatever. That happens. It's okay. Anyway, so Deborah has this money. And let's let's talk about Deborah for a minute because the first time you see her, like she's just she's kinda like covered up and but you can tell that like like she's just like she's beautiful. Like mm-hmm. she's not like the typical like female that you see on the show. Right. And there's just something about the way this performance is portrayed that yeah. really makes this a special perform. like it's a real well, special performance said, in this episode. He even said, Wow, you're you're gorgeous. Like, yeah. You're beautiful. She's like I know
1: it's all part of my job, right?
0: Like, and it's true. I mean, it is. I mean, she's definitely the the actress they hired. I didn't bother to look up her name, which nah. is fine. Um we'll talk about it a little more as we get into it. But like, she just there's just there's something about the way she does this performance that's just perfect. And I don't think I could have thought of another an, a better person to play the part. Um, so she breaks into the houseboat in the next scene, and she starts doing some surveillance. Uh, at one point, she pulls down a um, like a like a newsletter, and there's an article on the front of it about acid rain. All right, because she's in. a We just said that. About, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all right. She, oh my god, it's all right. So she starts taking pictures of this newsletter. Yes, and she's taking a few other pictures of some things around the house, um, doing her research, doing her research, and eventually before she leaves, she bugs the houseboat and she plants she plants the bug like inside a wall socket. Yeah, like a, she takes a wall plate off and sticks it in the wall box and
1: in his houseboat.
0: And then she goes back and we are treated to MacGyver's country classics. <laughs> right. Oh, I know. She go,
1: which I think is funny. So she goes back to her office which happens to be in the same town. Sure it does. It's in in an off like an it's like she
0: has an office. Do you think she just rented a sp- rents a space wherever she is for hire like maybe in the same, maybe? I don't, I don't know. It was but just it's it was like, interesting.
1: And like th- the whole this whole time though she's wearing this enormous fur coat. Yes. Enormous coat with Lynx hair enormous it's it's huge (laughs) and that's how she just goes around like all posh looking like yeah not like not inconspicuous no you could pick her out of a crowd yeah it's it's unbelievable yeah it's ridiculous anyway she and she's back in her office and and she turns on this receiver typing away and it's picking up the bug that she planted in Max's
0: house and you hear like MacGyver like it's just like his you hear like his day to day activities like he comes home, you hear him like kind of like talking a little bit, and he like starts pouring a glass. I'm assuming it was like apple cider. I don't <laughs> know what it was it was brown liquid, yeah, and then he pulls out his guitar and he just starts like strumming away my but my favorite part, and I don't know if I just maybe I'm just an idiot, but like my favorite part was like rather than it just like. It, rather than the music just start on the speaker like it fades in <laughs> that's right it's like someone turned it up like you like there's no way he could fade in from that he
1: should have just started the playing playing like his acoustic <laughs> and it's funny because they didn't do anything really with the music um they just had the music playing while she types away and listening to him
0: play and she types the stupid it's the stupidest profile like she's profiling him like she's yeah. just like coming up with things to know about him so like but it's like the worst detailed profile ever. So like yeah. all it says on the first screen is name MacGyver, profile loner, athletic, artistic, intelligent. I'm like yeah, those but- are these st- <laughs>
1: yeah. But did you notice how it kept changing every time yes. it cut back? Yeah. So this thing was this, there was pro- name MacGyver, and then the stuff under it kept changing. Like they kept cu- cutting back to different shots of the same screen with different text. And
0: maybe the music just did it for her. Cause yeah. she's just like she's going to town. But
1: this is funny though, because this is the first time we see Mac play a guitar. Yeah, now he, he can play a guitar.
0: Just almost three full seasons and in. Didn't he used to have a harmonica? Yes, he did. Where'd that go? I don't know. Did, wait, yeah, he was. He played a harmonica by the firelight. In one All the episode, time. Didn't in The he? first
1: season. Yeah. <laughs> He always had a harmonica. That's right. And, and a Swiss army knife. Now they've moved on to guitar. So he's going to have to stuff that guitar in his pocket.
0: <laughs> it is some sex music. It, I, oh, my God. It was, I, I, wish we had, I wish we had pulled it. I can't believe we didn't. Oh, well. Um. So one of the other things she starts typing is like, it's just, there's like a line for options. i like, assuming like options for how she's going to take care of him. So number one is buy him off. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. We've seen
1: people try to do that yeah, to Yeah, that's MacGyver. fine.
0: So then option number two was scare him off.
1: Okay. Like. They, they. This is the funny thing, though. We've only gone through two. Yeah. Which the other guys already tried. Right. They tried to give him a, a, a job for $200,000 a year. He didn't accept it. They tried to scare him off by running him down with a tow didn't truck. Didn't accept
0: it. He, it didn't work because so, he's
1: obviously doing it. So then they hire this woman, Deborah, to do the same things.
0: Which doesn't make sense. So... Then number three, so buy him off, scare him off. And then number three, we get a number four, but it's a little bit later in the episode. Number three just says, love him off. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> but she like, s- like,
1: kind of smirkily writes yes. that, love him off. Mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. like, what? Who writes that? Like, I'm going to use my womanly ways. Hey, baby, I'm going to love you off tonight. Ugh, no, what?
0: you're not. You're going to leave my
1: house I right now. I don't like oh, that. I get out I now. Don't, don't love me off. That's gross.
0: Yeah. I don't know what that means. It just made me laugh. I'm just like, who writes that? Like, <laughs> Love me off. Love me off. Love me off, baby. And you're right. So like you said, Greg, like she- love
1: me off so hard.
0: <laughs> what the hell?
1: Love um, me off, David. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Let's not do that right now. <laughs>
0: okay. It's not that so- kind of show. So, Greg, you're right, though. Like, she does that smirk, so that's obviously the option she's about to try. She's like, she's going to woo him. Yeah. She's going to make him fall in love. Now, and, oh. yes, she's going to try to do that. Remember,
1: though, we're on a time frame because, uh what was his name? Hired her. Hired Deborah, Right. Just after they were granted the three-week extension. So, would we imagine she's got two and a half weeks left? M- maybe. Probably a little. I mean, maybe a little more. Maybe right. this is like a day or two. But she's got it.
0: 21, maybe 20 days. Okay. To complete this task before they reconvene yeah. at T- the, in the environmental the environment, buy board him meeting. off, right. scare him off. Or love him off. Or rub him off. <laughs> or lo- love him off. <laughs> or rub him out. Uh, uh, yep, that's the one. <laughs> yeah, so she's got about 20 days to make all of this happen. Okay, let's keep that in mind. So she goes and she buys some new clothing. She buys a cheap car, a nice little yellow VW bug. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, she knows that MacGyver's artistic, so she finds out that MacGyver's in an art class, and she signs up for it at the same time that he is, which is news to me because, of course, MacGyver takes art classes and is learning how to paint, and of course, he's painting a hockey goalie. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and as he
1: says to the instructor, "Hockey goalies are easy because they don't move." Right. <laughs> Great. And, and then she, the art instructor, walks away, and he's like, "That was, that was a joke."
0: Yeah, <laughs> I love that. I love but it. But it's like was a joke. And what? She's like doing. She's an old fart. Like, of yeah. course, she's not gonna think it's funny. Yeah, she's an art teacher. <laughs> she doesn't Ugh. watch hockey. It's awful. Um, so she walks away, and and Deborah drops some paintbrushes to get MacGyver's attention. MacGyver's like, oh, let me let me help you pick that up. And right. They start discussing the sea otters because she's painting sea otters. And yeah. She's he, like, he he comments on that. He's like, that's a sea otter. Yeah. Isn't she's it? like, you know, they're extinct, right? And MacGyver's like, yeah, I know. Actually, I, I did I almost did know that. extinct. Almost extinct. Yeah. She's like, he's like, yeah, I did know that. That's really unfortunate. So they kind. Of like this idle chit chat and she starts mentioning something about acid
1: rain yeah that she co-wrote an article that came out in the something in a
0: newsletter that she took a picture of and she's like oh yeah i co-wrote it with uh her last name was Forchuk or whatever and he was like oh you wait you you co-wrote that he's like i love that article like yeah i've done he's like i've done extensive research on acid rain he's like i'd love to sit down with some coffee and pick your brain at some point well as he says uh compare notes yeah. So I'm just,
1: I just wrote this down. So Mac picks up the girl with let's compare acid rain notes line. Yes. Of course he does.
0: Of <laughs> course he does. So uh, you want to go compare acid rain notes later? You want to go talk about acid rain? You want to make it acid rain on each other later? <laughs> you want to go talk about ass? Did Sid rain?
1: rain. <laughs> we can... I'd love to, MacGyver. I want to talk about acid rain on each other. So she's like, oh,
0: we make that ass rain. Sid, rain. I'm not really good at these pickup lines. Do you want to go out to coffee with me? Out to coffee? And she's like, oh, I don't drink coffee. She's like, no, I don't either. And then he smiles and then we cut to this like probably 60 second montage of them just like falling in love. It's like,
1: uncomfortable yeah like this weird music like these like this montage of them doing things together taking laughing photos of each yeah. other believe it or not max walking on air <laughs>
0: it's like God. one of those like really like, this
1: like backlit by a setting sun holding hands <laughs> yeah, yeah, on the yeah. beach we'll
0: post that picture it's gr- it's great and it's it so is.
1: awkward but it's like i i hate stuff where mac is falling in
0: love because you can tell from the start right before that montage like he is fucking smitten with her yes he's like she loves acid rain <laughs> essays she's into the otters like she, she's an environmentalist She doesn't drink coffee like she is my dream girl and then they cut to him. like dude's gonna get his heart smashed to pieces right in this episode and right. i start to feel bad for him because i'm like uh, i don't it's just like the whole freaking world is against macgyver i know it everyone's seems- <laughs> out to get him but okay remember
1: we still got about 20 days Right. So who knows how long that montage took I was going to say, what do we
0: imagine? Five days? Four days? Four, four five days, maybe? fell in love maybe? in four days? Yeah. So now yeah. we're down to like 15 days. Left. <laughs> okay. Let's say something like so, that. Okay. So we cut to MacGyver back. He's, now he's back out on the beach, and he's, he's kind of like moving on with the impact study, and he's, he's supervising some of the scientists. And he looks over, and Nikki's there, and she's trying to rig some explosives for seismic testing. Right. And MacGyver goes all sexist again. It's like, what are you doing? He's like, you're not qualified for this. He's like, This is a job for experts. And he's like screaming
1: at her. <laughs> and rather than She's Nikki- like, well, well sorry, she was just like no one was doing it, so I had to step in and get it done. It has to happen. Well, you're
0: not qualified to do this, so get out of here, you okay. little scamp. Okay. But yeah. And knowing how Nikki's character is that she should be fight like you get Nikki's gonna argue. Like she's like, All right, I'll go find something else
1: to or do. Or be whatever. offensive.
0: Like again,
1: what are Nikki's qualifications at all to be part of the Phoenix Foundation?
0: Right, because the because we all all the only thing we know is that Pete hired her on after to work her, for the foundation. Well, after her br- brother got murdered and right. MacGyver was
1: working on it. Right,
0: that's all we know. We like she just is like she's given just random tasks. Right. Apparently she thought she could rig explosives for seismic testing. Giving (laughs) random tasks like changing her hairstyle every show. Every episode she has a new hair. This was short. She had some short hair in this episode. And (laughs) it's not, like,
1: drastically different, but noticeably different. Like, what?
0: what? Right. Exactly. And so Deborah's like, wow, you were really harsh on her. And MacGyver's like, I'm sorry. Like, listen, like... I really do this to people I care about. Like, I, it's just it's just something I do. Like, I very I get very concerned. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't want anything to happen to her. So, if I bite your head off, please know why. Right? That's why? And it was just, it was a solid explanation. Like, yeah. it made
1: sense. Like, but I have to give credit to the woman that played Deborah because our mo is we don't care about who played who. Right. Um. Her. The change in her character from Deborah the negotiator oh, so to subtle. Deborah the love interest was
0: amazing. Like such a subtle shift, person. but you knew exactly when she was changed. She would shift into right Deborah the lover and Deborah the negotiator. It was right. such a great. Oh, she did that excellent. Yeah, it very was well. Some of the best acting I've seen on the show. So I mean, she without was, a doubt, she was so so good. Yeah. Um. So at this point, Deborah kind of realizes that like. Romance is not going to distract MacGyver from mm. doing what he set out to do, which is you know finish what he's supposed to do in three weeks. So, God, this is
1: awful. This part. So, well, he explains that Nikki is a really good friend, and she's like, "Oh." And then, as MacGyver walks away, the camera zooms in on Deborah, and you can see her face. Like and you see that
0: shift. It's amazing. Yeah, and so so Debra's like, "All right, so we got to get Nikki out of the equation." So rather than take Nikki out of the equation. She shows up at Nikki's apartment, breaks in. Now she's still house sitting. Bunky. Well, let's just say, let's just—is it Bunky? It's Bunky. Okay, from the other episode. From the other episode. Oh,
1: geez. Bunky, who tried to warn her that someone was in her apartment was about to strangle her. I didn't put the connection together. Yeah. Anyway, I just want to make a point that Deborah is back into negotiator dress. Yes. Oh yes, wearing like her her heels and, and her, her freaking, giant fur coat. Her giant fur coat. Yeah. Granted, she looks different. If you passed her on the street. Deborah negotiated to Deborah the Lover, you wouldn't recognize her. No, no,
0: because Deborah the Lover's got her hair down, it's down to her shoulders, We're wearing kind of a dirty jacket. Not but like, dirty, de- but like negotiator Deborah's like pulled her hair back in a bun that's like yeah. up out of her face, she's got the coat on. hmm God, so she breaks into Nikki's apartment and so Bunky's like barking at her. And, she's, and she she makes some comment. Oh, what a cute little dog! Hi, how are you? And then the next scene, you see like she flips a knife open. I've got something for you. She stabs the dog to death. Yes, that's like crazy shit. Cut to commercial, and like you know, obviously you don't see the stabbing, but like you cut to, you cut to commercial as she flips the knife up, and you're left to want like like what? Oh my god, she killed a
1: dog! <laughs> right, she just killed the dog and didn't get any blood on her giant coat.
0: No, but the coat. The coat does come into play a little bit later, but we'll you know we'll get there. But yeah, no, I think I texted you after I watched it. I'm like, dude, you fucking killed Bunky. Yeah, yeah I know,
1: <laughs> and I, I'm I, you know I feel like such a douche for realizing it now that it was the same dog she's from the same dog. She's house sitting. It's not even hers. Right. It's the neighbor's dog. Right. So <laughs> she's watching it again. Either that, or it's this like, passage of time has again, been really the, short. The Passage of time between these episodes is completely. It's all over the place. Yeah. I can't tell
0: how long episode distances are. My guess would be that the these neighbors like to travel a lot and they just they pawn bunky off on Nikki because right clearly Nikki doesn't have a job. Exactly. (laughs) Nikki
1: doesn't do anything. She goes puts around the Phoenix Foundation and then comes back home.
0: Exactly. So we cut back from commercial and Deborah the Lover is now back with MacGyver and they're kinda like canoodling on the couch (laughs) and before they can really get into it. Nikki calls and MacGyver picks up and he's like, "Nikki, what's the matter?" And she's like, "MacGyver, you need to get here now. This is awful." And MacGyver's like, "Okay, well, what what's going on?" She's like, "Did you call the MacGyver?" Like, "Did you call the police?" He's like, "No, you 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 need to get here. Like this, you need to know what happened." So I'm just gonna say again. Nikki calls
1: MacGyver before calling the police. Second time. Second time she's done that. Yep.
0: Which, I mean, I guess it's a play into how good their relationship is that she feels confident to call him first. But this is also, MacGyver said the same thing. Did you call the police? Yeah. Like, someone broke into your apartment again. Did yeah. you call the cops? She's like, no, I called you first. Like, you need again. To get, you need to
1: get here. Th- I think the cops would be like, wait, so the first time someone broke into your apartment and your buddy threw them out the window. Right. And now someone broke into your apartment and killed your neighbor's dog
0: what are you doing right like, what is your, what's, this what is the do? second time in probably a month yeah that we've responded to a call <laughs> for just like a domestic disturbance and you live alone
1: right okay, okay i cool. think the landlord would be like you gotta move
0: yeah like you have to be i'm sorry like you've you've caused too much trouble in this apartment yeah you killed a neighbor's dog yeah, some guy tried to strangle you, and your friend threw him out a window. You need, to, like, you need to be done. Go move into the houseboat. Get out of here. <laughs> move into the houseboat. So he tells Deborah, he's like, "Listen, I I gotta go. Like Nikki's in trouble. Like she's she's not she's not doing well." And Deborah, Deborah, the lover, is like, "You do what you have to do. Yeah, like, go right ahead. Go, go take care of it." Which means that Mac left her in his houseboat, right? And then as soon as she leaves, as soon as he leaves, you do you get another shot of her, but you see that shift. Yeah. She goes right into negotiator mode, and it's yeah. just like, God, it's just so good. And I wrote yeah. my, right after that, it's I wrote the same thing. Like she just played those sides so well. <laughs> I know, such a subtle shift in emotions, facial expressions, like whatever, man, it's just so good. Um, so MacGyver gets over to Nikki, uh, and Pete's checking in with the police. Um, but there's again, there's no evidence. Much like the tow truck, like there's no evidence right. of who that killer was. Right, and they kind of have an assumption that Nap has hired a professional. The Phoenix Foundation does. Pete and MacGyver
1: do. However, the police are like, there's no connection to anything. There's nothing there's nothing here. Right. But MacGyver's like, that was deliberate. Someone walked in, killed that dog and didn't rob the place. Right. Exactly. Yeah, Yeah, that's like that was uh, that was a
0: deliberate sign. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And so so you know, Deborah now at this point, like she's realizing, okay, so I can't romance him. Can't love him off. Right. And clearly scaring him off didn't work because of the tow truck and because of what happened with Nikki and the dog. Right. So I guess we're going to have to go with my final option. So right before this, you see her on the computer and she types in a fourth option, which just says kill him off. Right. And so she's like, I guess I'm going to have to go with that one. So yeah. she she rigs his little his little boat, not the houseboat, but like she yeah. rigs his little motorboat. With explosives that's kind of mm-hmm. controlled by a hidden remote control that she's kind of got off on the dock somewhere. Right,
1: and now this is the point where I wrote, so Mac fell for this girl in a week, week and a half.
0: Yeah, he's probably got about 10, 9, nine, ten days left Yeah, before the
1: the, the final meeting. Yeah. Right, exactly. So like all of this has happened in a very short amount of time. Yeah. It's very un-Mac. Yes. Un- or maybe not. He fell pretty hard for
0: some of these Yeah, jerks. I mean, he's got, what, 15 to 16 days and he's fallen in love. Like, I don't know. I feel like any normal person would take a couple months before you fall in love with somebody. That's true. That's (laughs) true. I mean, Mac just likes to, uh, you know, as we learned about what Lisa Kohler proposed to her like 12 hours after he met her. That's true. (laughs) Before she gets shot in the back. Oh, God. All right. (laughs) Um, So MacGyver's getting ready to kind of head out for the day. Deborah's like, all right, I can give you one one last chance to come with me on vacation. Like, just we got to get away from this. Let's just right. get out, get away from everything. Like, too much is happening. Yeah. And Max, like, like, you're not scared. Like, yeah. No, no, I'm not. Like, I'm gonna finish the job that I started to do. Like, this is what I was asked to do.
1: And she asks, even if, if even if it means you're gonna die. Yeah. Like, even even if it means they could kill you, and he's like, and he doesn't answer that. Yeah. But he he gives her a big kiss,
0: and he and just gets in gets the, boat the boat, and drives away, and then we get that subtle shift again immediately she's like okay she goes over and she i don't know where she had it, she had it hidden somewhere on the pocket or something yeah. she pulls out the thing and i gotta tell you i was <laughs> not expecting them to show this no so you see macgyver like from afar it's a big it's a long wide shot and the boat's probably like a little ways off from the dock and macgyver's like puttering around in the back and he's like he's taking stuff. he's taking the bumpers off the side of the and boat and he's getting set up and he's getting ready to go and she detonates it yeah. goes up and you see the body boom you see MacGyver's body do a double flip out of the boat and into the water and right I was just like like, like what? flip like, out it was amazing and other they I mean they upped the ante again like that was just that was an intense they showed moment. MacGyver getting blown up yes and like the whole, like you can, and if I can find it, I'll, I'll probably screenshot it because it's actually, yeah, yeah it's this just, like ass over tea kettle, this dummy says like, F-f-f-f-f-f. it was so good, <laughs> so
1: if, yeah, unreal. So that, and then they cut to commercial. It's like, wow, MacGyver just got his
0: ass blown up. Yeah, oh yeah, again, again. what? Unbelievable. That never happens, just, MacGyver. It was so good. So of course, of course, MacGyver survives. Yeah, he was rescued by some divers who were laying cable, like out in the out in the out in the harbor. But not, they were not shitting in the water. <laughs> they were laying literal cable in get Taking a dump off the side of a boat. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Hey, there's a guy floating in the water. <laughs> oh, God. I
1: got to. Let me pinch this off first. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Pull it on back. Ah, so, save him.
0: He's, he's, he's <laughs> survived. <laughs> so, yeah, he survives the explosion because, of course, he does. And he goes to the hospital. And so Pete, Nikki, and Deborah are... <laughs> So let's go. So Deborah is the negotiator, and Deborah's the lover. That's okay. what we're going to do from. Okay, All right. so Deborah is there. Yes, and the doctor's like, listen, like he's going to make a full recovery, but the blast has rendered him blind. He got temporarily.
1: Um, what like flash? Uh, what was what it? It was a, It was a blast fla- uh, flat flat flash. I don't know. Basically, like <laughs> like like the The brightness of the blast burned his retinas.
0: Right, they're like it's definitely temporary. Like he's gonna be fine. Yeah, but like you're just gonna need to, somebody's gonna need to like be with him because he's gonna have to have these he's bandages blind for on a his couple of days. Yeah, so he's like, otherwise he's gonna be all right. Um, so they go in there, which and they- is unreal what because he got fucking blown up yeah no other bro no blown bruises <laughs> broken bones or burns he or... got blown out of the boat like the the, the flame flame fl- fl- flames <laughs> flames were engulfing his body before he got blown out of the I boat. i know not one burn on him except for his retinas <laughs> except for he got his retinas burned out <laughs> so the police obviously at this point like pete's like yeah they're not gonna be able to find anything out of the wreckage and at this point the tide's taken the taking the wreckage out right. like there's nothing and nikki's there's... like oh no bomb fragments oh yeah shut up nikki <laughs> jesus <laughs> shut nikki. up let a man take care of this nikki get out of the <laughs> hospital room god poor nikki i know she gets bad rap but she, i like her she doesn't have much point in this episode <laughs> um she... other
1: than lo- getting bunky killed oh god i know there could have like been... oh
0: yeah we'll talk yeah she could have she could have easily there could have easily been some other situation happening other than killing a dog just to have Nikki yeah. shoehorned into the episode cuz she was she was just shoehorned in like there was no reason for her other than mm. to be the catalyst for like the final act of the episode after Bunky gets stabbed like six times oh god bunky <sighs> <sighs> so MacGyver's like, you know, I'm pretty sure this wasn't an accident, Pete. Like, I don't think yeah. my boat just blew up spontaneously. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and Pete's like, all right, well, why don't you go ahead and get some rest, and we'll we'll investigate further. And so Nikki kind of like puts her puts her hand on his on his hand, and she's like, you know, get better. And Deborah uh, gives him a kiss, and and then Pete <laughs> Pete has a great line in the episode. We'll let it go.
1: Listen, I'll uh, spare you the kiss. I appreciate that, Pete. <laughs> I
0: wanted to see Pete kiss MacGyver. I just, yeah, I was. I thought of it. I was like, what, in another, in an alternate reality episode, like instead of Deborah, Deborah's like Pete. Pete likes stops Deborah's mouth from going in. She's like, just hold on one second. And so Pete leans in,
1: <laughs> kisses Mac. Well, like yeah, first it's Nikki, and then Ma- and Pete's like, oh, okay. And then Deborah leans in. But he he like he puts his hand out and like grabs her forehead before she can touch his lips, and he just like pushes her out of the way and like.
0: <laughs> he just and then MacGyver Mac. is like Pete, Pete. I know those are your lips. He's like, Shh, what are you talking about? How do you know those are my lips? Can everyone else leave the room, please? <laughs> uh, I, know, I know. So I just it was just it because, was because because Dark MacGyver knows. Dark MacGyver knows what your lips taste like.
1: They've done things to you, MacGyver, that are unimaginable. We haven't brought Dark MacGyver up in (laughs) a while. the beginning
0: of the season. Dark MacGyver. (laughs) Peter. Peter, I need you to lean into me. I I, I have to talk to you for a moment. Peter, Peter. Peter, Peter, I can't see you, so I need to smell your presence. I need to smell you. I need just a little taste. Just give me a taste of Thornton love. Taste of Thornton love. Thornton love. Ba-ba-da-da-ba. Thornton... I don't know. Um so so Pete leaves and it's nice. I like this because it's just it's just a nice insight to their relationship again. Like he's just like, Yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna kiss you, Magabara. I'm, I'm not gonna kiss you, Magabra. <laughs> so um so Deborah uh she has a meeting with, with Nap. And so at this point she's like he's like, you know, you only have a few days left. So we know at this point it's less than a week. Yeah. Probably like four or five days left. I so think, this I is... think it was like th- four. Okay. So we're at seventeen days into this and MacGyver has fallen head over heels in love and yeah. been temporarily blinded. So t- head over heels
1: in love with this woman. Um Bunky's been killed and he got blown up.
0: Yeah. Seventeen days. And seventeen and days. And he's fallen and he's yeah, and you said he's fallen in love with this woman. Right. So So Deborah's like, you just leave me to do this, all right? Listen, I'm going to take care of him. I'm going to make. I'm going to. He's not going to have to take no for an answer. I'm taking him away from this. We're going to go on vacation. Yeah, and that's where it's going to happen. Yes, Naps like, well, you you better take care of this. Um, so Pete brings Mac home, which was a nice reversal from Mac having to wheel Pete up, right? Three flights of stairs. Well, in the beginning, you could
1: see. So yeah, so yes pete brings mac home i wanted to talk about this scene yeah Yeah. keep going i got confused okay
0: so macgyver if pete's like fussy he's getting all fussy over macgyver and he's just like he's like really trying to wait hand and foot he's like well i'm going out to the store i can get you something yeah but this is after
1: deborah shows up
0: right because at this point deborah has showed up and she's like she tells pete she's like i'll i'll take care of him like pete you go home i'll take care of him it's fine uh, okay oh i see and MacGyver's like pete we got this you can go and pete's like he like walks halfway to the door and he stops and he's like because i'm going to the store i i can i can pick you guys up some stuff pete we got it we're fine so he goes out and he shuts yeah. the door and like two seconds later he opens it and he's like are you sure it's like pete's like pete get out of here just wants to be loved like macgyver loves deborah <laughs>
1: i know Pete pete's like well this is the thing like pete's known back for seven eight years and here yeah here deborah comes along and in 17 days yeah
0: pete's no longer needed i know and I think sad. it makes him sad. Like, I know. I would have loved it if it was like one more, like five minutes later, Pete yeah. comes back and he's like, you know, I got about five miles down the road and realized that I should ask you, did you want some ice cream? Yeah. do you want some more ginger ale or anything? Some bean curd? He actually mentions he the did. bean so curd. You want some bean curd, tofu, anything? was like, Pete, we got it. Get out. Brown <laughs> rice,
1: kale, <laughs> anything, tree no. Tree bark.
0: No? You, you good? You, you good? good? All right. You good? And so he just like stands there because he's like, MacGyver can't see.
1: Yeah. Okay. Okay. Bu- uh, okay. Okay, just, bye, like, see he ya. pretends to walk out like
0: But forgets that Deborah can see him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> no. So so Deborah's like, listen, I made reservations at a lodge in the country. He was like, You can't take no for an answer. I'm taking you away from all this. We're gonna get we're gonna go on away, we're gonna take a little mini vacation, we're gonna let your eyes heal, and you can't like you can't say no to this. And okay was like he was like, Alright, let's go, let's do it. And so of course it's raining. Yeah. Of course. Um, so Nikki and Pete are going over the autopsy report on the dog. Oh right. And they find Lynx hair in the dog's mouth. Alright. And they're like, Huh. So the killer must be a woman because she was wearing a fur coat. Well that's weird. That's well, that's a little presumptuous. Right. That's so why I was like, really? I was like, guys can't wear fur coats? I'm like, sure they can. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. They're like, well that has to be Oh oh shit, it has to be Deborah. Yeah, like, apparently, like, wait a minute. Apparently, no. Knapp had used a female negotiator before. Yeah. And so they're like, oh, shit. Oh, yeah. fuck. What did we just do? <laughs> yeah, like, how did we not see this? So they call the cops, and then they try to get MacGyver on his, on his car phone. He has a car phone. It's a great car phone. It's the one I used to have. I love that thing. Yeah. So the f- car phone rings, and he picks up, and he can barely hear it. It's really garbled, but it's Nikki on the other line. And as he's trying to figure out what Nikki is saying, uh, Deborah turns around, and she just like flips the phone off. Yeah, it turns the power switch because he can't see. Right, and he's
1: like, "Ah, oh, nuts, no, lost them." And uh, Deborah's uh, Deborah's like, "Well, I guess, uh, I guess, guess we're not going to know what they said." Yeah, and then he's like, ah, it's just really weird." Nikki would never call me on my phone unless it was something really important. Right, and this is interesting because as they're driving in the dark, um, Deborah. She sees there's a, a police roadblock up ahead. Right. So she turns the lights off and stops. And Max, like, what did we stop for? What you, yeah. What are you doing? What's going on? And there's a quiet. There's a silence. Really awkward. Like yeah. she's thinking, and she's like, you know what? I'm not being fair. Your friends want to trying to get a hold of you. I saw a gas station a while back. Let's turn around and we'll go there. And this is all to avoid the roadblock. Right. So so, uh, she turns around, really, and drives down the road with the lights off so the cops don't see it, and then just keeps going.
0: Right. And Mac has no idea, because he can't see. Right. And he's just, like, really appreciative. He's like, thank yeah. you. Like, I really appreciate that. Yeah. And so eventually, she's so she's driving down, and she like starts hitting these, like, bumpy, these bumps and stuff. And McGarry's like, "Where are you? where is this gas station in the middle of nowhere? Yeah. And she, I don't is think that she... Is a pastor? A pastor, yeah. And so she doesn't really answer him. And... Eventually, just she pulls into an empty warehouse and just comes to a complete stop, which and, looks a lot like all the other canneries just, and warehouses. I feel like episode. it was another cannery; yeah. had to have been. It was like yeah. four canneries this season, so I think it was the
1: same one with the pregnant woman. Yes, I think it was the same. Elaine. Woman. Yeah. All right, you remembered her name.
0: I sure did. Pregnant. She was one of my favorites and the one of my favorite yeah. count, female counterparts in this season. Um, so MacGyver's like, okay, let's go ahead and get out. And she's getting out and he's walking through and he starts stepping on like broken glass. Yeah. And you, can, you can't see it in his eyes, but you get the sense from a guy where, like, he's like, shit, something's not right. <laughs> like, yeah. Something doesn't feel right about this. Like, we yeah. are not in a gas station. Yeah, he's
1: like, the, the smell, well, the fact that she drove into a gigantic building. Right. And he gets out, like, and it's in, you can tell it's inside. There's crap all over the
0: floor. Right. He's right. He's like, Deborah, where are we? Right. And so she doesn't, she just gives up. She's like, not, she's not playing it with it anymore. And so right. she drops the whole act. Yeah. And she pulls a knife on him, and he hears the knife. Yeah. He hears the knife click, and this is the best. So she starts like giving him this whole rigmarole about like, what she's doing with him and what she's going to do. And she f- flips the knife open, and she starts taking a t- walk towards him. And MacGyver just drills her, <laughs> just cold cocks her right across the face and knocks her to the ground. He has, like a, he has
1: something in his hand, like a bag or his jacket or something. Yes, it was. It was something like a coat, heavy. but
0: it was enough that he...
1: Thunder. So, so picture this: she she gets out of the driver's side seat of his jeep. He gets out of the passenger side, and they kind of converge in the front. Right. And he swings and hits her so hard that her head slams into the hood, and she bounces off the car and lands on the ground. Yep. And he runs off. Yep. And I'm like, holy shit! Blind McGuire is just Bam! as
0: much of a badass
1: as Clobbers regular MacGyver. her. Like, knocks
0: her down. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't knock her out though, but like. And honestly, doesn't do much to her. No, it's just enough to stun her, so that she's she's out of right. she's out of the picture enough, so that he can run and hide. Right. And somehow he finds a couple of barrels to hide behind quickly enough, while blind and hides. <laughs> yeah.
1: And what uh, <coughs> another thing we should mention though is that um, it's dark. It's dark in here. Yes. And he has had bandages to protect his eyes from light. Right. So it's kind of like Vin Diesel in uh, pitch black. Yes. Yeah. 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 So yeah, he uh, he's hiding. And he he peels his bandages off and he's like squinting Squint- his eyes and, and It's like really tight. And you get some first person perspective. It's all double vision and stuff. So he's not doing well,
0: but at least he can navigate. Right. Yeah. And so so De- so Deborah is it's like she's like, come out, sort of like a come out, come out wherever you are. And she's yeah. like, you're just delaying the inevitable MacGyver like this is going to happen. I'm going to kill you whether you like it or not. <laughs> And MacGyver just he picks up a pipe and he whips it across the warehouse and it makes a clang. At the same time that the the wind blows the door open just uh-huh. enough so that she she gets a sense that he ran. Yeah. And so she runs outside and that's enough time for MacGyver to get under the hood of his car. He crawls under the Jeep. But did I say under the hood? You did. Yeah, he crawls under the car and he doesn't cut the brake line, but he just like... He just unscrews part of it and like just a, start letting a drain.
1: it drain. I would say it's coolant.
0: I think it was coolant. It was not the brake line. Yeah.
1: Because yeah, he, he he gets his jumper cables out from the passenger seat, makes a big puddle on the floor. Yep. And then sets up the jumper cables on the car battery so that he can electrify the puddle. That's why I'm thinking it's it's like there's it's like a solution, like a salt, yeah. solution. like not salt, but like a electrically conductive fluid. That's why I'm thinking it's radiator. Fluid. Yeah,
0: I think it was because I don't think brake fluid would, I don't know, condu- conduct anything, even though the fact that she also had rubber soles, so it would not have. Right. It wouldn't have electrocuted so her he anyway, but that's okay. So this <laughs> elaborate electrical trap
1: for Deborah.
0: Yes. Yeah. And she comes running in and she kind of like sees him. He finally like stands up on the other side and he was like, Deborah, I'm right here. And so like he she starts walking towards We should talk him. about this. We don't he's want like to he's like we should talk. Yeah, we should talk about this. And she's like, "Oh, it's nothing personal. I'm just doing my job." Yeah. She <laughs> Starts walking really slowly towards him and they, they kind of go back and forth for a few minutes and then he he still has really blurry vision at this point and he just has to listen and he hears her foot hit the brake fluid, right. not the brake or the radiator. I think it's radiator fluid. Yeah, yeah. Hits the radiator fluid and he immediately tosses the jumper cables. Into the fluid enough so that she gets shocked to be unconscious, and then he right. kicks the, kicks the uh, cables out of the puddle so she's not continuously being <laughs> <getting> electrocuted. electrocuted. <laughs> but by a car battery? Yeah, I guess it's possible.
1: Sure, I think. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Unless he did he uh, somehow got the coil.
0: So he. Uh, well, it doesn't matter. He electrocuted her with a car, and but, she was knocked unconscious enough so that he could right. regain his vision and, and get her back to where she needed to be. Right. So. We cut back in for the finale of the episode, and uh, Nap and Remick are, are back at the board meeting, and, and Pete and MacGyver and, and the Phoenix guys, they haven't shown up yet. Mm-hmm. So Remick's like, classic stalling hey, tactic, isn't it? Let's make the ruling right now. They're not here at the same time that the door opens, and Pete MacGyver and okay. Nikki yeah. all walk into the walk into the MacGyver office with his like red eyes. Yeah.
1: Ugh.
0: So they're like, what do you do? MacGyver kind of gives gives
1: his report and they're like He's sort of. of. He's like, you know, even though uh, this report proved what I wanted to say, it doesn't matter because so and so what's the guy's name? I can't forget. Remick. Remick. No, yeah. the other guy. Nap. Nap. Yeah. Nap's gonna go to, into jail for a long time.
0: They're like, Well, you can't prove I did anything and they're like, Well, actually, we can. Yeah. And the door opens and and Deborah walks out. And she is fully ready to testify against Nap. Basically, right. she was like, listen, I'm a negotiator. This is my job. She was like, I'm going to testify against you because she kind of just took a, she took a plea bargain. It's like it's the best deal I got. It's the best deal I got. She's like, I testify against you. I get a lesser sentence. Fuck off. Yeah, right. <laughs> she <laughs> doesn't care. Um, She's pretty heartless all around. She is. But then she gives this look to MacGyver almost like a, almost like a thank you. But the last shot of the episode is MacGyver. He just looks angry. Yeah, just like, like just like disappointment. He's like, I fell in love yeah. with another one. Like I yeah. lost another one here. Yeah. Like, come on. I man. know, I know. Terrible. Terrible <laughs> stuff. Poor and, MacGyver. And that's sort of where the episode ends. Like, you know, Nap gets his comeuppance. Deborah yeah. gets probably the the best possible option she can get. And even though MacGyver attempted murder. So
1: probably twenty five years. Also, she killed a dog. <laughs> oh yeah. So that's just that I don't know And just... tried to yeah,
0: you're right. Attempt. she tried to kill MacGyver too. Twice. Twice. Yeah, so dude, who knows how many how how much time she got? She's in fucked. There, but she's she's done. Yeah. So again, it was it was kind of a, it was a better ending than like last week's episode, but still like you just MacGyver's just heartbroken. I know, poor Mac. So sad. He's gonna have to go
1: cry his red eyes, and they're all gonna burn.
0: <laughs> 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 oh, there's the salty eyes. are this oh, hurts so much. Wow, wow. Sluiceberry super Sorry. <laughs> if anybody gets that reference, please let us know. <laughs> um. So that's the end of the episode. Uh. Five, five mullets Five frigging all mullets. around. I just everything about it. I I loved it.
1: It was so good. Freaking loved it. It was so good. Mm. Like all of it. Like there was no part that I thought was really goofy, other than her giant lynx jacket, the, the lynx coat, <laughs> the coat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought all of it was <clears> really <throat> solid. Yeah, I did too. Really well done. Um I gave it one mullet for the tow truck stuff in the beginning because yep. I loved that. Yeah. Oh yeah. I liked the headlight tricks and all that stuff. Gave it a mullet for the guitar playing because I didn't know Matt could play the guitar. Nope. And <laughs> they had to replace the uh the harmonica <laughs> right, somehow. Exactly. Um one mullet for Deborah DeBora. Yes. It sounds yes. like a, a play. <laughs> Deborah 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 <laughs> what, is, what, oh, what movie that's uh, a play like Was that with Victor Victoria yeah, Victor yeah. Victoria <laughs> um, uh, Deborah Deborah, Deborah. Another, ma- ma- another MacGyver another MacGyver for mullet a mother- another MacGyver for the blind mullet <laughs> good sharky Colonel God um, yeah another mullet for blind MacGyver <laughs> got it that's hard to say got it another <laughs> mullet for the intense uh, cat and mouse at the end yeah that was great. That was awesome because she's sadistic. Yeah, not but like,
0: yeah, uh, but crazy, but balanced. Yeah, I hear. Yeah, she she knows what, she has a job to do, but she's not that effing crazy. Yeah, she's not crazy, but she's
1: willing to go to whatever distance. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's not crazy. No. She's good. Yeah, she was five she was great. fucking mullets. Yeah,
0: so I think we had a lot of overlap here. I did one mullet for Blind MacGyver. <laughs> <laughs> One mullet for Deborah, Deborah, who played the both sides extremely convincing. Yes. Uh, One mullet for the lightning storm. Just like just the whole that like I think more. It's just about the end of the ep. That end scene just being played out over a thunderstorm. Yeah, it was great. It was awesome. Very Hitchcock. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's a great. That's a great comparison. Uh, One mullet for MacGyver's country classics. And one mullet for I'll spare you the kiss, MacGyver. Oh Pete. I just love that line. Five mullets, man. Uh do you Five think mullets. Do you think
1: Pete snuck in while Mac was sleeping and still did it? Yes. dressed it up like an orderly and like snuck in. I love you, MacGyver. Excuse Mr. Thornton, you're not allowed to be in here. Oh, uh He starts putting his toe in Kyra's mouth. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Clicking his toes on his freaking teeth. (laughs) Oh, Dana, I'm sorry if you're you're listening from wherever you are. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, classic, classic Mac. It's going to be hard for us at the end of the season for us to pick our top three this was great there have been some classics in this season so um hopefully it'll be a little easier for us but uh yeah great great episode um you want to know what's coming up next what david next episode is season three episode 16 the spoilers macgyver and pete need the testimony of a mountain man who witnessed toxic waste dumping but his flashbacks to time in vietnam just might ruin their case toxic waste it's another environmental episode i know there's been a lot you can really
1: tell the uh, themes of the 80s yes the environment yeah uh uh the end of the cold war yep nuclear issues Um, a lot of them this season yeah acid rain yeah it's really like just watching this show is a fun social commentary time capsule as
0: well it really is so what do you think they were going through in the season where macgyver got caught up with like a voodoo cult
1: Oh, I have no what idea. What do you think was going on in that era? I, I think that was in the '90s, right? <laughs> yeah, it was yeah, like so no season idea. six. Yeah, um, no, no.
0: So I'm just going through quickly before we close out. I want to see how many five-mullet episodes we had, or at least I gave uh, one. Oh shit, I only gave two. Really? Have I? Yeah. You gave one, two. Oh, so you only gave three, and I gave two. So maybe okay. not that many. But I feel like there were way more. There's just a lot of yeah, a lot of classic episodes in this in this uh, in this season. Very good stuff, um, but yeah, so that's going to wrap it up for this week. Um, if you liked what you heard and you're enjoying um, our shenanigans or maybe you're not, uh, <laughs> reach <laughs> out to us on Facebook at Champ and Klein Blow your mind, Twitter at blow your mind fourteen The email address is let us at gmail.com You can find us on Instagram at Champ and Klein. You can find us on the website champacline.com, You can find the archive of all of our episodes uh, of all of our three currently running podcasts. Um, but I think that's going to wrap it up for this week. So for mullets and memories, I am your host Dave Champa. I'm Greg Klein. Have a great week, guys. Well, and maybe it's time for a smoke. Small-